That's right, motherfucker. You already know. Yo, back in the day, this murder capital USA. The heart of this city brought through my brain. This is Detroit, motherfucker. We're Holy shit. I'm back a couple days late because my throat was fucked up. I wonder why. Is it COVID-19 or was it because I was screaming every song, every word to every song of every band? This we'll get into it. We'll get into it. This is a solo cast again. I don't know. Um, some people gave me good, good feedback, but I didn't get any bad feedback. So... Either you listened or you didn't. Anyway, a couple announcements. I've been talking to this fella. His name is Matt. He has basically an old school radio show. You know, what he does is he spins his own records and uh, records it, you know, live. And he puts it out on Sundays. Uh, I'm not sure what time, but it's from his collection. You know, he talks hardcore news, you know, upcoming releases, uh, new bands, shit like that. Uh, like I said, it's Wasted Radio on Instagram. It's Wasted.Radio. It's interesting, you know. It's it's a wide variety of music, of hardcore anyway. And you probably heard of every band. You probably like every band. Um, just this past week, he was playing some uh, live vinyls that, you know, was pretty interesting to listen to, and I'm glad he did, because I'm not a vinyl collector, and it's, you know, rare f- f- uh, live recordings, I suppose. I don't fucking know, but it's good. Uh, also, my boy Critter. Everybody knows Critter from the band Annie Up, the lead singer of that band. He has a, an apparel company called 13-1-3-U-R-T-E-E-N. So the number 13, then 13, basically. Uh, it's basically clothing for the motivated is his little thing. Uh, you know, it's got hats, shirts, sweatshirts, shorts, uh, that fucking coffee. You know, lots of cool designs, lots of cool shit. If you're looking for some new summer gear, you can hit his stuff up. Uh, you know, 13, there's a website. And also on Instagram, you can check all the stuff out and basically shop from Instagram. Pretty cool shit. Shout out to Critter. Love you, buddy. Anyway, I'm just going to get into it. This weekend was in New York City at Tompkins Square Park. Basically the first hardcore show back with a bunch of New York hardcore bands, including Madball. You already know. Madball, Murphy's Law, Blood Clot, Wisdom and Chains, uh, Pennsylvania, whatever. And uh, The Capturers, which is a reggae band. They're fucking sick. Check them out on Instagram. The Capturers. Um, I mean, some of you probably cringing and so pissed off at, at what took place and you know upset at you know the fucking 2,500 people who showed up and said, you know, that they wanted to see some live music, or they said enough is enough. And I drove 10 hours to be there, so you already know how I feel about it. I know a lot of people were sick, a lot of people 
have had, you know, um, friends and family who had suffered from a COVID-19, you know, virus, uh, you know, complications and shit like that. And for those people, I'm sorry. I wish you well. And anybody else who possibly gets it, wish you well. But obviously, we just can't keep doing this fucking forever. Obviously, it ain't going to go away. But they might lower the numbers with vaccines and whatever else. Go get your vaccine. You can. Go get it. Stay in your house until you get the fucking second one. I don't know what to tell you. Just uh, if I, be careful if you have to. If I, don't go places. Don't go in public. Stay home. And if you don't like this, shut the shit off. I don't know what to tell you. You've got to move forward. And, you know, I'm sure you're fucking pissed off at the bands. But I guarantee, I guarantee, if it was within an hour drive, you would be there. You might be standing on the outside, you know, with the mask on, which is cool. A lot of people were doing that. Lots of people. And that's great. But there's other people who... You know, and just take their life into their own hands, I suppose, and do what they will. And if they're risking it, so be it. It was a good time. It's been three days. I feel great. So anyway. I mean, it was nothing but fucking unity and love, like I said. It was great. To see all these people, 2,500 fucking people at a Madball show. Are you kidding me? And I'll be honest, mostly fucking Jersey people, man. When they were like, uh, I'll just get into it. So, the drive to New York fucking sucks. That's all I have to say. On my GPS, it said like nine and a half hours. So we left at 5 a.m. like on Friday morning. Me and my brother-in-law, we left 5 a.m. Thing was going great, F- great fucking drive up until we're like say like two hours away, you know, just before we got into or no, we were already in New Jersey, and then you know it was like it was like one in the afternoon, like 12:30 in the afternoon or so, and like time just kept getting longer because I don't know, I guess the city is just getting busier and busier, or there was an accident. It seemed like every fucking bridge. You know, leading into New York, I'm a little, there's an accident on it, and uh, it's like, oh yeah, two hours to go. Then, nope, for two hours and twelve minutes, two hours and fifteen, two twenty, two thirty, just up and up and up. So it's like, fuck, man. So we're supposed to be there at like two thirty, and you know, we only got pushed back about an hour. That's not bad. We get in the city. I don't know. It's fucking crazy in New York. And like once we got in like in like deep into New Jersey, I guess like Jersey City. I don't I don't know what's fucking connected to New York. I have no idea, but I just know it's like you get closer and closer, and there's just so much traffic already when you're still 30 minutes away from fucking New York. Just car after car, and people are flying, man. I thought in like the Lodge or Southfield Freeway, you know, around here was crazy. Woo! People are crazy in New York and or fucking New Jersey, whatever. And I was just like, holy shit, man. Like, you really got to be on your shit. Because 
They got fucking places to go. They've been held up all day. All, all day. Like, I couldn't imagine you know, living in New Jersey and say you got to go to New York City for something for a fucking interview. You're going to have to spend seven hours to go to a fucking interview in New York. Fuck that. Or unless I'm just retarded. I'm sure you can take a bus or fucking parachute in or whatever, but I didn't. So we're supposed to take uh, the George Washington Tunnel into the cities. We stayed in Manhattan at Holiday Inn, the Lower East Side. The Lower East Side, where it's not pretty. It's not fucking pretty, even though it's all like, gentrified and whatever. It's like corporations. It's all, it's all built up. It's still a shitty place, man. It's like everything's covered in fucking spray paint. You might call it art or whatever, but there is... So much spray paint all throughout the city. I don't know if it's from like a rally or something or it's like just built up over the years. It does give a flavor, you know. I can't say that I hated it, but, you know, I guess it's not clean. I don't know. Um, I don't know. It was fun just like trying to get in into New York. We took a tunnel from New Jersey, the Holland Tunnel. I didn't know I was going to do that. That was kind of crazy. This is fucking like packed in there. It's supposed to be like 35 miles an hour. We're doing seven underneath the Hudson River. Come on, you know about the Hudson River. Like, I couldn't help but like panic in my head. It sounds crazy. I know, but I was like, oh, fuck. what if there's a fucking terrorist or some psychopath in the tunnel that just set off like a car bomb or something? Or, you know, pipe bomb or you know, whatever the fuck. Like, blew a hole in the side of the tunnel while we're stuck in it. That'd be fucking scary. Like, I don't know. That just went in my head. Like, you know, see an explosion. And then all of a sudden the tunnel's crumbling with hundreds or, I don't know, a thousand cars. I have no idea. That was fucking scary, man. But then, I guess where we stayed in Manhattan... In Lower East Side, it's like close to like the East Village, I guess is what it's called. I could have this totally wrong, but... Woo! It's... So much traffic. So many people. So many cars. So many streets. The streets are wide enough for a car. Like, one car. It's all like one way, you know, like, you know how it is. Probably a lot of major cities. But there's... Just people, and there's like stands and tables in the street and shit. And then cars can barely fit through. Like, we were like 1.6 miles away from the hotel, probably. And, like, we weren't moving. It took us probably 45 minutes to get a mile and a half, like, just to get to the parking garage to park. Because there's no, like, street parking and shit. So... We parked, like, you know, whatever, like, in the East Village, like I said. I don't know. And when you get there, it's, oh, there's a couple parking garages. And it's, like, $8 for the first hour. And it goes up $4 an hour for every hour after that. And I'm here for two fucking days. I had no idea. I had no idea. And then I was like, well, you know, we're here. We're going to check into the hotel, whatever. That's all we can do. You gotta pay two hundred dollars for fucking parking for the weekend. But I, I eventually found found another one, even down the road. But uh, 
so we park and you know me and my brother-in-law steve are carrying carrying our shit just you walking down these roads it wasn't that far maybe maybe like a five minute walk it's not bad at all but we get to the hotel and it's like blah 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 we check in it's a normal holiday in it's like on the fifth floor we go upstairs put our shit away and like oh yeah let's open the window we didn't we didn't realize right outside the window is just another fucking brick wall so oh, great great view lovely new york view exactly what i wanted no who gives a fuck we're there to sleep in the room to sleep crazy times and uh so basically our bridge was at earth our hotel was at the foot of the williamsburg williamsburg bridge that's the bridge that'll get you to and from brooklyn um it's free you know i think it's free i don't know if it's free for cars it's free for fucking pedestrians to cross back and forth but bridges i didn't know there's so many bridges like to go to new york it's like everywhere you look there's a fucking bridge this is crazy I never, well, to be honest and say, I have never given two fucks about going to New York City. Don't care. No reason for me to go there. There's nothing I want. I don't want to be around 7 million people, you know, within a 30-mile radius. I don't want that. A lot of people like that. I don't want to be in an apartment. I don't want to pay $1,800 a fucking month for a one room. Fuck you. Fuck New York. But New York hardcore is the shit. Anyway... So, uh, <laughs> I was kind of excited because just outside of our, outside of our hotel, there was a 99 cent pizza place. <laughs> How good could a 99 cent New York slice of pizza be? Surprising enough, it's better than a fucking hot and ready. Fucking hot and ready. So, yeah, I wasn't too mad at that slice, but, uh. I don't know. It was a good time. We decided we'd we'd unload our shit. You know, we'd get ready and just sort of walk around. We walked out the front door, <clears throat> and, we, and we walked by this little. Uh, it's like a halal cart. Is a you know obviously like Arabic food, and it smelled so fucking good. Like you know, I've had lots of Mediterranean Arabic food, lots of you know shit like that. But I've never smelled anything so good. Just one man in there with a griddle. And it's just like a lamb over rice, a chicken over rice, a combination rice. You know, like fucking fish. I'm like, no, thank you. I'm like getting fish out of a cart. And and whatever. We end up going back to it. Um, You know, eventually. Later that night. I'll tell you about that. We decided like, oh shit. Why don't we walk? Just walking like towards Tompkins Square Park because it's like a 15 minute walk from where our hotel is, and you have to walk through like the East Village, and it's a pretty I don't know as they say a gentrified area, but it still looked like so many businesses were closed. I couldn't imagine if all the businesses were opened. I don't know if they're recently closed, like over the past year, or it's just just like vacant buildings. I don't know. I have no idea. So we're walking along. We go through whatever we see the restaurants and and little bodegas and you know like i said i've fucking finally seen a bodega a little tiny ass store a little tiny fucking store it's like it's like two aisles you can barely fit in it's like what the fuck man 
small ass stores and they don't got nothing everything's expensive as shit so anyway we're like oh let's walk to Tompkins Square Park and along the way we've seen a place that has well it's just another 99 cent pizza place but the one that I got the pizza from it and they have hot dogs there I was like oh shit I can get my first slice of pizza and a hot dog with sauerkraut and mustard like I've always wanted in New York style I said the only two things I want to do is get pizza and a fucking hot dog and see a hardcore show obviously and I did as soon as you know it was like an hour and a half within us uh, getting there there's some fucking cheap bullshit but it's because I've never seen them so they have all their pizza displayed in like a front window like you pick whatever you want then you would add toppings onto it for uh, whatever extra they'll pull it out of the cooler and so I was like, all right, just give me just a plain pepperoni slice. That's all I want. Pepperoni, put a little. They have oregano and shit out or some sort of like Italian like herb seasoning, like sort of like a shaker. Like They have Parmesan, uh, crushed red peppers, and then I've never seen them just have oregano. Oh, yeah, and like garlic salt just sitting there. It's like, it's like oh, I wish the pizza places around us had that shit. But um, so then I got the hot dog, and I thought it was cool because – the way he did it is he just put the hot dog, <coughs> excuse me, COVID. He put the hot dog in the pizza oven, and then he put the bun with the sauerkraut in the oven next to the hot dog. So everything was all super fucking crisp. It was a crispy-ass hot dog. It was fucking good. Put a little mustard on it afterwards, obviously. Shit. So we stood outside, <laughs> basically in just a pile of trash, eating fucking pizza and a hot dog. But we were so hungry because the only thing we had that day was back at like 8.30 in the morning, you know, back before we got off the Ohio Turnpike, before we got into Pennsylvania, we had a fucking McDonald's breakfast, disgusting horse shit. But, uh, okay. So we're like, oh shit, like Tompkins Square Park is... It's basically right across the street from where we got the hot dog and pizza. We figure we stand here, we eat that. Okay, let's go see the park. And it just looks like, you know, obviously it's a, it's a big park. It's an alphabet city. I forgot what a John Joseph's little analogy is for uh, alphabet city, but it's like Avenue A, Avenue B, and Avenue C, whatever. Like the deeper you get in, fuck more dangerous it used to be, blah, blah, blah. But it's not. In that park now, in the center of the park, there's like a big-ass field, okay? Then, in that field, is a bunch of f- people who you would see, like, you're like, oh, those are people who live in New York. The shitty white people who live in New York throw on their little blanket and have their fucking laptop sitting in the park, and it's just packed with people. And I get it, there's not that many parks to go to, and it's shade because there's fucking buildings stacked up everywhere. So they all got to force themselves into this park, and they're like drinking their little wine, and on their laptop, and fucking people doing yoga. And, you know, and then there's other people, you know, who, it's like homeless people, like they have like their own little area, it's like a fucking bum alcoholic area. And as soon as we walked by that, like, we walked by all the white people, you know, drinking their fucking wine and shit on their little yoga mats. And, uh, 
And then it's like, what, the bums, like I said, they're just screaming at each other and like, get the fuck away from me, this dude. As soon as we walk by him, like, you just hear, like, the racket from, like, behind a bush. And then there's, like, a, it's probably, like, four or five tables. You're like, oh, okay, this is where the homeless people hang out, which is fine. There's a lot of homeless people. They have a place to, you know, uh, congregate and drink and, you know, whatever else, which is fine. I like drinking and hanging out. So do they. And this fucking guy gets up. He started yelling at this black dude. And they're just screaming at each other. And then he gets up. He's like, hit me, motherfucker. It's because he was, like, talking to him and he got too close. He's, like, he's like he's worried about fucking spreading diseases, but he's homeless in New York. Okay. And, uh, I don't know. I don't know if that's really what it was. But he's screaming at him, like, in his face. And then the one dude gets up and they, like, square up. <laughs> and then he's, like, he's bouncing up and down, bobbing and weaving, like, He's fucking Muhammad Ali, but he's just a drunk bum. And uh, he ends up like throwing a couple punches and fucking hits the dude in his face. And, and the other guy's like, he's standing there with his hands up, but he's not throwing any punches. So he's just getting hit, 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 pop, pop, pop. <laughs> just in the park. And that's the first thing we see. You know, after we walk down the street and get our pizza, we're like, oh yeah, what a, what a peaceful park. And you walk around the bush and fucking homeless people fighting. But... That's, you know, it's it's kind of what I expect in New York. And I was excited and I laughed. I mean, it sucks for their lives and I, I hope they do well. They might not mind being homeless. But anyway, we decided, hey, those guys are drinking. We should get a beer. You know, you're not supposed to drink, you know, in public in New York City, I guess. I guess nobody really gives a fuck at that park. We, oh, we walk to the store across the street and just, you know, we get a tall can. I had a Coors Light and it was delicious. Oh, there's another part of the park. It's like a dog park and there's so many people with dogs there. It's fucking probably 200 dogs in like a quarter acre dog park. It just looks like it's like filled with sand. I don't know. But like I said, there's so many fucking people. They should have more resources for like dog parks. Unless you got like you know, you have to leave the city if you want any like peace. I could not live in New York. I mean, it was cool. You know, I changed my mind about it because I said you know it probably suck. Doesn't suck that bad, but I would not want to live there. So they're walking their dogs, and dogs are barking and they're fighting and shit. It's like. We could expect that when there's so many people and so many fucking dogs. Like, I'm not even kidding. Probably, I'm not exaggerating when I said 200. Probably 100. Probably 100 dogs. And just one small-ass area. Whatever. So, we went and got a beer and we came back. And then we walked by. There's like a basketball court. A bunch of people playing basketball and shit. And, uh, it's just... All kinds of different people there. And it's just packed. Like, exactly. If there's, like, any 30-second fucking movie clip in any movie that takes place in New York, like you would just see it at Tompkins Thompson Square Park. Just like, oh, okay, that's, you know. It ain't no bullshit. It's fucking, fucking New York. And then there's a skate park. I don't know if I said that. A skate park and basketball court. And then there's this other little area. So you have to walk in between these, uh, like, there's 
a men's and a women's bathroom, and they're separated by like probably like fifteen feet, or like twenty feet of like a, like a steel gate. But there's like doors in between them, and you walk in there. It's probably, you know, like a half a football field, but it's all cement. There's like benches and shit, and it's like. Have you ever seen the movie Kids? When they're in that park, they're in Washington Square Park in that movie. When there's just like 30 kids like sitting like along the benches, like they're all like smoking weed and drinking 40s and skateboarding, like 15, 16, 17, 18 year old kids just getting fucking buck wild, man. Like, I was like, I literally like turned on the movie Kids and put it in like VR in my head because there's bathrooms. So. Uh, the men's bathroom is probably, you know, the size of like, of like a small house, but has a flat roof. There's just kids skateboarding on the roof, like jumping and like smoking weed and throwing shit at people. Like seriously, 15, 16 year old kids. It's crazy. It's like we're all like, uh, uh, not like the, are the kids that are just fucking rebelling going there. I was like, this is insane. Like, for sure they're not of age to be, like, drinking and smoking cigarettes. So, it's like, this is where exactly where I would be if I lived in New York. If I grew up in New York, I'd be hanging out with those kids probably. Like, and it was weird because on the other side of there, it was, like, these two other kids. And they were, like, for sure probably 14 or 15, really young fucking children. They're sitting there. And one had a skateboard. And he was just, like, it's like, just like pushing it on the ground with his feet like side to side. And there's another like a like a chubby dude with a guitar. It's like a chubby Mexican kid. And they're young and and they're sharing a tall can and like a brown bag. And the one it was so funny because I don't know, he had a cigar and he was uh, he was trying to light the cigar and he didn't know how and he was just struggling with it, you know, just these young, inexperienced kids just exploring life and doing things, you know, that I'm sure whoever's listening to this have all had some experience like that, like sitting with one of their friends at a young age, 14, 15, you know, like either trying to light a joint or roll a joint or fucking pack a bong or, or, you know, drinking beer, like sharing like, like one beer with your friend. <laughs> Cause I know I have, I've been there. It was like, so this is exactly where I would be if I lived in New York as a teenager. But it was scary. It's like these fucking kids are going to fucking... I'm going to jump me and Steve. Like, we better get out of here. So so we just sort of so we sort of got on our way. And, and we walked back by those hippies and you know, the people enjoying their life on their blankets with their wine. Fucking pigeons. I was like, holy shit, there is pigeons here. A lot of pigeons. And what everybody told you about New York City, how it's dead. <laughs> if that's what you consider dead, I'd hate to see it in 2019. Very well alive. It's like you can't even stop walking because there's so many people everywhere. And so you'll have to hide in like a cubby because you're just in the way. Like you're just in the way. If you stop, you're fucking in the way of people. And... Like I said, I'll go back to the movies. Like people honking their horns and beeping, and 
screaming out their windows, I'm over here! Screaming, get the fuck out of the way! It's total New York shit. It's like, that was fucking crazy. And even, like, trying to navigate, like, using, like, you know, GPS, you can put it in, like, walking mode or whatever on your phone, and it's just, it's spinning around, and the streets are so tight, and you don't know what fucking street you're on, and, and street signs, and people, and homeless people asking you for money, it's like, god damn, it's fucking overwhelming, or I'm just retarded, because, like I said, everything looks like a shop, or a restaurant, and it's just, Go, 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 go. Outdoor dining. Like, what the fuck is that? This is this is what people are talking about. I've never seen any pictures on, on the internet, like, why people are so upset about, like, the outdoor dining where they say, okay, like, dining outside, but inside, but still outside is okay, but you can't dine inside. Because it's literally what they did. They put up four walls on the sidewalk. Well, actually, three walls. Three walls on the sidewalk, and they're separated by a quarter-inch fucking plywood, and, and and they'll put like six like stalls. We'll call them stalls. They're separated by like like plexiglass and plywood, and you're just fucking back to back to somebody, and there's a quarter-inch plywood in between you and these little fu- shit fucking tables and these little and little chairs that. Like, like a ten-year-old kid would break if they sat on it. It's a joke. And I think the outside dining is bigger than the indoor dining in most of these restaurants too. Cause it's like it's like you got like a ten-foot wall, then there's another building, ten foot. It's like a door, ten feet, another door, into another business. It's crazy. Outdoor dining is fucking crazy. It doesn't make sense. I don't know. But New York is definitely a different world, though. And, like, so by this time, you know, it's dark, and we're on our way back, you know, we're like, what are we doing? What are we doing here? And we're walking around, and then we get another beer. We'll get one beer at this bar, we just have any pass it, it looks like, you know, sort of like my kind of people, you know, like hardcore kids, like punk kids, so let's fucking stop and, you know, have a beer, I had to piss anyway, and, and the sign on the door said... Nobody pisses for free and buy a drink or pay $2. <laughs> so whatever, we had a beer and we just stood outside smoking weed because that's what everybody else was doing because weed's legal in New York now. You can just, I mean, well, you're not supposed to light up. I swear to God, I heard cop sirens but didn't see one cop. No cops walking the beat or whatever in fucking, in like the East Village area. Nobody. There's no cops. Crazy, crazy place. So anyway, we're walking back to the hotel after we had that beer. Probably around like 10, 30, 11, because like, remember, I was on the road at 5 a.m. that day. So, very tired. And a minimal amount of alcohol will have you fucked up. I wasn't fucked up, but I was like, I don't want to get fucked up. I need good sleep and a long day tomorrow. So we're on our way back to the hotel, and once again, we pass that halal cart. Like, oh, there's that smell of that fucking place. Oh, let's look at the menu. So so, so we stopped and looked at the menu. Again, these dudes were ordering. 
And uh, like he turned around. I was wearing a Wu Tang shirt because I got to represent or er, pay respect because I'm in New York, you know. So I was just doing my part, showing my respect I'm from a different city. I appreciate the art and the culture that has came out of New York for the past hundreds of years. I appreciate it. So I wore my Wu Tang shirt, and uh, ooh, like, and this dude was ordering food in front of us. Like, yeah, yeah, I want, I want, I want the lamb over rice and shit like that. Fucking total New York accent. I was like, oh shit, and high energy, man. I already knew this guy. This guy had high energy, high energy, and he looks at me, and he sees my hat because I got a Detroit hat on, obviously. He says, "Y'all from Detroit?" Because me and Steve both had on Detroit hats. Y'all from Detroit? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, man, we're from Detroit. What y'all doing here for? <laughs> uh, just coming to a concert at Tompkins Square Park. And then he looked at my shirt. He said, oh, shit, Wu-Tang. He's like, you represent, huh? I was like, yeah, you know, it's got to pay to pay respects. You know, because I'm in New York. So why would I not? It's like, I'm going to embarrass myself. I'm going to wear a, wear a fucking... What, a Cypress Hill shirt? What do I want to do? I'm in New York. So, he's like, he's like, cool, cool, you respecting the woo and all that shit. And he kept, like, talking to us. He's like, these my, these my N-words from Detroit. He's telling everybody who walked by, these people from Detroit, these people from Detroit. I was like, yep. Yeah, man, we're from Detroit, bro. <laughs> you know, he wouldn't leave us alone like while our food was cooking because it's hot and freshly cooked to order. So it was a good 10 minutes, and he just kept saying, he's like, are you black? He's like, no, man, I'm white. He's like, he's like, he's like you black as fuck. He's like, you black as fuck. I know you black. <laughs> I mean, maybe I might have you black in my family somewhere, but not in the past three generations. And he's just acting crazy. This fucking bum walks by. And he starts, like, bothering us kind of for, like, money or whatever, asking for money. He's like, I'm over here with my friends. We're over here. Keep stepping. We're over here. Keep stepping. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. He's like, yeah. he's like, he's like, you want a dollar? Get the fuck out of here. And the guy seeing him open his wallet is like, hey, man, let me get a five. So like, you're not getting a five. Fuck out of here. Threw a dollar at him, and he kept walking. But <laughs> typical New York interaction. I was like, this is fucking insane. And I didn't trust the guy. I was like, he's like, he's like way too high energy. Like I said, he's talking and, and like touching and, and trying to like hug and shit. I'm like, well, this guy's fucking crazy. So, and he was with his boy too. And his boy was like, sort of like behind us. Like, I don't fucking trust these people. Like, I don't know you. And you're being friendly. You got the accent <laughs> it's like you're making me nervous here because i don't know like you don't know hustlers show up anywhere in new york man they'll fucking pretend to need to be your friend and, and next thing you know you don't have any fucking credit cards i don't know you hear shit you hear shit and i wasn't falling for it but come you know it's the end of the interaction it's just a cool ass guy he said you know welcome to new york you know Whatever cool talking to you guys. He said, I stay over this way. So I was like, okay. Yeah, have a good have a good one, dude. And, you know, just tripping. Because that fucking bum guy is like, I need to protect y'all because I know you're about to get hustled. So that's why I was like, it's like I think you're trying to hustle me. But I guess he was just a... Uh, that's as friendly as New Yorkers get, I suppose. But anyway, man, I was back in the hotel room like by like... By 11, 11.30 at the latest. 
Because I told you, I don't fuck around. That's my max. I don't need to punish myself. I'm a dad. I work hard. I was up late. For sure, the nightlife is not my thing. Like, even if I was in New York, there to party. Like, no. Let the motherfucking people go till 4 a.m. Never. I can't even watch UFC fights till 1 a.m. I'm fucking, I'm, a, I'm hallucinating by midnight on the couch trying to stay up for that shit. <sighs> but anyway. Oh, so anyway, the show was supposed to start at fucking noon the next day, but I didn't find out until like just before bed that it had got pushed till 2, which that was kind of lame. <sighs> Whatever. Anyway, we wake up and you know, about 6 a.m. the next day because... I don't fuck around. We got things to do, things to see. I'm only there for like 48 hours or less. Actually, for like 36 hours. And uh, it's like, so my plan was was to go get the car and move it to another location because it was cheaper. So we'll wake up early. We'll move the car. We'll get on about our day. Because like, I guess uh, the further you park, like into like the shitty area, the cheaper it got, obviously. And it wasn't a park yourself. It's like they fucking stack your car for you. And it's cheaper because they can fit more cars. And it's a lot more money, I guess, for them to make, I guess. I don't know. And so I thought it was only credit card to get out of the out of the garage for some reason. Because a lot of them, you know, wherever else I've been, it's, it's like either you pay at like a little, like a stand, which I didn't see it. Or you, or you got to pay like a, a like your credit card. So we went to 7-Eleven to get like a prepaid card because we knew there were some things like the city bikes and if we wanted to ride the subway it would be better just to have you know a card and i don't want to use my debit card in case i lost it or whatever the fuck so we just had a card with money on it we split it down the middle we'll fucking swipe everything we have to swipe that needs to be swiped and uh so we go and get the car and the guard goes to swipe it and like it doesn't work like, I activated it, or at least I thought I did and shit. And uh, he's like, this doesn't work. I'm like, what the fuck, man? So just for being there for like for like 26 hours, it was $59. Or no, wasn't it 26 hours? My ass, like fucking 16 hours. But anyway, so the card wasn't working. It was a $100 get, or it was a $100 uh, prepaid card. That we just handed to the Seven Eleven people, and I thought for sure we got fucking hustled. So like, these motherfuckers, because the uh, receipt said something different from like what type of card it was. It was like a, it was like a one secure debit card, like some Visa shit. But on the receipt it said a vanilla one card. I was like, what the fuck is vanilla? So I looked that up, and it's a different type of card. It's a different type of debit card. And I was like, what the fuck? I was like, did he scan a separate one and take my money and just give me the receipt? I was like tripping. I was like, okay, I, because he couldn't like call it. We called to check the balance on it, and it was, uh, this card is unavailable. You know, um, I was like, oh, the, there is no balance. It's not a real card. Try your number again. Blah blah blah. I'm like motherfucker. So I'm fucking pissed. So I was like, okay, let's just go move the car. Then you know we'll walk back towards the hotel because it was where we parked at first, like five minutes from the hotel. <clears throat> and then where we moved to was like was like 10 minutes on the other side of the hotel like underneath the Williamsburg Bridge basically sketchy ass area but you know super secure lot nobody's allowed in the garages only one person moves the shit 
And uh, so you don't have to pay till you get your car out, which is great. It's fine. So we're on our way back. We're walking back towards the 7-Eleven, fucking try to figure it out. And it still says I have no money. We go back to the room. It's like, and then I check online. Online balance says there's $100 on it, but it still says there's no available card. So I'm like, what the fuck? I'm like, I don't understand. So we're going to try to transfer the money from the card to like a, a Steve's Venmo shit or whatever, you know, and just add, add funds through that credit card. And it wasn't working, it wasn't working, it wasn't working. So we're going on fucking 7-Eleven, rip these people's heads off. So the nighttime crew, it was a couple little kids, you know, like maybe like 20 years old. They looked like they were up to no good. No, I'm just kidding. I'm profiling. Just kidding, though. Um, I was like, I was like, man, those fucking kids are gone. I was like, do they even work here? I was tripping. And uh, I talked to the manager. She's like, yeah, there's nothing we can do about it. She's like, you have to call fucking visa i was like i did can't get in touch with a human it's just if you don't have a valid card number so you can't even talk to anybody but i was like all right let's just try the card just fucking one last time here just to see and of course she's like i'll do a five cents charge and if it works great and of course the card fucking works after an hour and a half of trying to figure this shit out like you know on the way to the new car lot all the way to my room and then back down to the 7-eleven which is just basically outside the hotel door but i was like what the fuck man it just works it just works so, okay let's get on with our day fuck this shit like let's take a little stroll across the williamsburg bridge okay like I said, it's right outside the hotel. We just turn around, boom. Like, we're going to walk to Brooklyn. Because I asked a few people, I was like, where should I get pizza from in New York? They said, go to Joe's Pizza in Brooklyn. Go to Joe's. Okay, so I look up Joe's Pizza. Like, oh, sweet. It's just on the other side of the bridge, basically. Walk over the bridge. You know, it's about a mile and a half long bridge. Something like that. And, uh, it's fucking cool. It's, like, kind of cool because... The uh, pedestrian walkway is above the traffic, so you can't see the traffic because you're walking on concrete, but if you look through like the metal grates, you can see down there. So on one side, it's foot traffic, then on the other side, like on the other side of the bridge, it's all the bikes. There's so many fucking people on bikes in New York. Like, it just go bikes, 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 bikes like cars. And they're all flying, fucking crazy. <sighs> so we finally get to the pizza place. Oh, Joe's Pizza. There it is. Brooklyn, motherfucker. That's where all the famous people take pictures at and shit. Like, there's like pictures like you know, Jimmy Fallon and Mark Wahlberg and fucking A.C. Slater. Not cool celebrities, but they go there. I mean, I don't know what to tell you. But there's other pictures. I don't remember. I, I wasn't fucking paying attention. But, man. And everybody who said, go to Joe's, don't fuck with nothing, go to Joe's. They were so right. Right, they got the pizza on the counter. They're like, "Okay, what do you want? What do you want on it?" And I got a big ass slice, just cheese and pepperoni, cheese and pepperoni pizza. That's it. Fuck, it was good. And uh, then I also got a piece of a uh, Sicilian. You know, it's like basically like a fucking like a thick crust square pizza. And I got that just cheese. Or no, no, I got pepperoni on that too. 
put my my parmesan, crushed red pepper, a little garlic salt or whatever they give you. I like that idea. I mean, I, I know we do like flavored crust and shit, but I need to start putting more garlic salt in my shit because that was a fucking good idea. Oh, yeah, and I got a nice crispy ginger ale with it, too. Fuck. Sort of like, okay, the time was starting to pass way too fast, and the show was at, at what? At 2, and we got to Joe's at, like, probably 10, 30, 11. We ate. We're like, all right, man, we got to get back over this fucking bridge. But let's not walk over this bridge. Let's rent electric bikes. <laughs> because in New York, I don't know if it's anywhere else. Like you know, you can get those little bird scooters in Detroit or whatever fucking major city. You got the scooters, and you can rent bikes. Probably in Detroit, I don't know. But uh, so we did. Or like, uh, so let's get the ones where you like you barely pedal. So you just fucking touch the pedal, you start going, and and the faster you pedal, like that thing just fucking powers by itself. It just rips. And uh. All I gotta say is, stay the fuck out of the way of locals on their bikes. If you don't know, like, if you can't keep up, like, if you don't get on a bike. <laughs> the hardest part was to figure out, like, where to go, like, on my phone. I'm like, I'm like, what streets and shit? Okay, like, how do we get back across the bridge? What streets do we take? Because it's all one-way streets. And whatever the which way the traffic is going, that's which way the bikes have to go. You can't ride opposite We're down a bike lane because there's so many people. They're going fast. They're everywhere. You have to follow them. And, uh, like, sort of like, okay, we figured out where we're going after, like, driving around in circles, just getting used to the electric bikes and shit because it's scary. And I'm, you know, I'm fucking fat. So I was like, this is fucking really nerve-wracking. It's like, I wouldn't want to fall or anything. That would suck if I fell. And guess what? We take our bikes, we start ripping over that bridge, man. We're passing everybody because they got their their fucking ten speeds. They're they're huffing and puffing, huffing and puffing up one side of the bridge. We're fucking blowing past people like we know what we're doing and shit. And uh, because it's all power, I'm not doing it. You know, it's like my feet are barely moving on the pedals. It's just fucking pulling us right up the hill. This shit was so sweet. I want to get an electric bike, but I feel like I'm cheating. So anyway. Finally get across the bridge. We're like, okay, now we got to pull over. We got to find like a, we have to find a docking station on the other side of the bridge to put the bikes. Because it's like, it's like 18 cents, like a minute or something or a mile. I don't think it's a mile. It's 18 cents a minute, I believe. So you better hustle if you're on one of those push pedal bikes. It was great. Those bikes, really helpful at getting around. Because like if you're in traffic, you'd be so fucked, man. You'd be so fucked all day if you had if you thought you're gonna drive you know, like five miles to work like don't waste your fucking time but start hoofing it go sit in your car like a dickhead in your fucking <laughs> speaking of oh man I almost forgot about this as soon as we crossed over into Brooklyn holy shit total hipster town which is great but but you also see a lot of locals um. There's this guy, we're walking off this road, and you hear just fucking music blare and some, I don't know, some fucking Guido shit. And here comes, rolls up, a red, a red Corvette, man, he has the top down, and he has one of those, like, uh, like Fred Durst, like, Limp Bizkit hats, or he, and you might want to say, like, LL Cool J, 
like a Kangol hat, like a fisherman's hat, like pulled down over his eyes, just blasting some shitty music. I was like, that is fucking New York. Holy shit. Nah. This is just like total Brooklyn shit. I was like, that's hilarious. And we're like, okay, we got to get back. We got to get back. We got to find a docking station for these stupid fucking bikes because they're running out of time. And uh, it's like, okay, we found one. But, but once again, it's on my phone. So we're like driving around and we're like, all right, let's just fuck cut down this road. We're not supposed to go down this road, but let's cut down this road. And of course, we do. And there's some fucking tons of people on bikes that start coming at us. So we're, <laughs> we're fucking weaving, like trying to stay out of the way. And this guy goes, get the fuck out of the way. He yells at me. I'm like, sorry, dude. You know, I don't know how to start no shit, man. I'm in his way. And uh, he's like, get the fuck out of the way. I'm like, sorry. So we're like, we're like, that's like, we said to pull over and, you know, fucking pop up on the curb. We're just like driving. And I go to pop up on the curb. My tire, like, gets like sucked, like, into the curb. I can't get it over the curb. He's like, I can pop a wheelie up, you know, fucking three inches. But I'm retarded. And so it's a pedal bike. And I push on the pedal. And it just starts going faster. And <laughs> pushing into the curb. And I go to put my foot down. And I don't know. I did something so stupid. And with all the momentum and like and the weight shifting, I fucking fell on the ground on my bike like a fucking idiot. Good thing all the bikes were already gone. It was just me and Steve were standing there. And uh it was, it was pretty embarrassing though, because uh, as we were going over the bridge, I'm like look at all these suckers. Like I, I thought it would suck. If one of us fell, so I hope none of us fall, that would suck. Then of course we're trying to find our way back, and I just fucking eat it, man. I fucked my, I mean, I scraped up my knee. It's a little bruised, and and my arm a tiny bit. It wasn't a hard fall, because I was already slowing down, kind of, after I sped up. And my foot, like, I said, I was, like, hopping on one foot and my while sitting on the bike. And then it was just a weird situation. I fell over. My big, fat, stupid ass fell over. Finally getting to the docking station. We have to hurry back, get back to the hotel. Blah, blah, blah. I'm going to change. Put on deodorant. I don't want to be the smelly motherfucker there. Oh, thank God. I wasn't. There's surely plenty of smelly people. And Like I said, the park's like a 12, 15-minute walk from the hotel. And there's 200 stores and restaurants along the way. Like, Ah. It'd be smart if we brought some some beer. So we get a couple beers along the way. We fucking drink one. We show up at the park. It's already fucking packed. So it's a suggested $20 uh, donation, right? $20 donation. Are you still listening? I hope you're still listening. If you're still listening to this conversation, go ahead and like. Go ahead and like the post or something right now. Go ahead and comment and say, I'm still listening. Because this is some bullshit. 50, 50 minutes later, you listen to my stupid New York story. So anyway, packed house, packed house already, like 1230. Like you see the merch stands, like, holy shit. It was fucking surreal, like it's here, the concert's here. I know, turn it off, you might get fucking triggered, because here comes the fun stuff. But it's a packed show, it's a suggested $20 donation, as soon as you show up, there's a little tent, well there's a few tents all, all over the place, and you know, as firefighters or ex-firefighters who are at those tents, and you know, because all the money was going towards the uh, New York City uh, firefighter, like a burn foundation. 
for you know, injured firefighters and shit like that, obviously. Which is a great, great cause. You know, those people put their lives on the line, you know, every day, all day, you know, when there's shit going down, especially in New York. Busy, busy place. Lots to do there. And, uh, we're just walking around looking at the merch. And it felt like real life again. It was great. Yeah. Lots of people were, were, were wearing masks. Lots of people were not wearing masks. I don't know what to tell you. It was a great time. Seeing people in the sun, standing with their friends, a stage in front of us, you know, 70 degrees and sunny, like I said on my last podcast. Imagine that. Tompkins Square Park, New York City, 70, 75 degrees sunny day. And that's what I got. And I said I wasn't going. I said, nah, nah there's no way I'm going to go. But it was just like... I had to. It was calling. It just made sense. I know a lot of people disagree. I'm not going to say that again. Go ahead and disagree. But the first band was uh, uh, The Capturers. And this was a black and blue production. So uh, before the bands even started, uh, um, Cuz Joe, you know, the guy who runs Black and Blue Productions, he uh, came up on the stage, said a few words, and thanked everybody for showing up, and, you know, thanked uh, firefighters for their shit, whatever, and donate, and, you know, explain some things and how he felt about, you know, about the things and some things in life can move on if, you know, you got corporations like Walmart and strip clubs and, and bars and shit like that are operating and you know fun activities for 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 you know certain things movie theaters malls if all that shit's open hey hey let's get this shit going too so uh so you know the captures was fun and chill fucking reggae music you know to get the party started i think it was actually to trick the city of new york into thinking, oh, oh, how cute! It's reggae in the park, <laughs> but but when you look around, it's nothing but you know people covered in tattoos, and they're all wearing like black t-shirts and, and camel shorts, and and you can't believe it. It's 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 such a weird crowd for such a relaxing musical group. You were duped. This is a fucking hardcore show. Are you kidding me? So after uh, the capturers, I'm sorry, I'm looking at my phone. I'm distracted. After the capturers, it's not even, it's not even 15 minutes, and fucking Wisdom and Chains comes on stage. They do a little, a little thing when they come on the stage. Of the drummer, uh, Luke hits, hits the hi hats. Then they do a little instrumental on the drums and guitar. To uh, the Rough Riders anthem, you know, you know, to pay respects to DMX, who had just recently passed, obviously. And that's just really, really, really. As soon as they started hitting the drums and guitar, and fucking Joe was like, New York City! He said, Hardcore is back. And then fucking Richie, man, I swear to God, he goes, Move up. Move up. It's okay. Everybody, move up. And it was like chilling. 
so surreal to see the pit open and people started to move like I was like this is actually happening right now after you know third or 15 months of nothing no live music no live shows everybody just like collectively just sort of moved in like they would any other show and you know threw caution to the wind in the wind to the wind however the fuck that saying goes i'm retarded i went to a card i went to a concert i'm retarded so i don't know if caution threw caution to the wind but uh it's like you couldn't help yourself like and they said move up it's okay and they start playing the pit opens just i won't lie man i got choked up just to see and hear music and feel the energy you know how it feels you can't help yourself and you wouldn't too if you were there. Regardless if you agree or not. You would be there. If it came to fucking Detroit. And if anybody's anybody's listening. Oh, you know you would be there. You might wear a mask. You might stand on the outside. But there's no way. You're just like, I'm not going to that. Fuck you. Yeah, you are. It was perfect. Do you, know, do you know what's even more perfect? And to sound so cliche and shit. But the diversity of the New York hardcore scene is like astounding. Like, there's like dudes in dresses or whatever. I don't know what to call them. <laughs> so they, thems. But it wasn't a transgender. It was just like a dude wearing a dress. There's black folks, there's white folks, there's fucking Puerto Ricans, there's Jewish people, you see fucking yarmulkes and feathers, and, and there's old people there, like, literally old white people who just came back from Florida. Like, oh, 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 it's a reggae show, they were standing right where the pit formed. <laughs> oh, get the fuck out of here, people. And there's a bums moshing, I was like, holy shit, this is really a cesspool now. I was like, holy fuck, this is total total chaos then like uh joe from fucking wisdom and chains he's like how many people are from new jersey <laughs> overwhelming majority of people there were from fucking new jersey i can say that and uh whatever so they get off the stage and you know whatever they say thank you blah 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 you know fucking blood clot goes on i like chromags better i'm a chromags guy and people who I'm sure everybody's more of a Chromax person because you know Blood Clot isn't that popular, but you know had Todd Youth in the in the band and they haven't done a Blood Clot show since he passed. So so that was good to see. You know, you kind of a historic. This whole thing was historic. Is is fucking mind blowing to be honest. But I'm I'm just gonna put it out there and say Murphy's Law stole the motherfucking show. I've seen them a few times, and it's just, everybody was excited for them. As soon as they started setting up, everyone's fucking lighting up joints, cracking beers. Just a packed, packed crowd by then. Everybody's on top of each other. I was like, ugh. But, you know, you have it in the back of your head like you're doing something wrong. Like, but are you? Are you doing something wrong? I don't know. I don't know. I just know in the moment, it was perfect. Everything about it. 
Absolutely amazing. But like I said, fucking Murphy Law goes on. Um, <laughs> fucking Jimmy G, of course. Leave it to him. You know, people are like handing him joints from the crowd. He's uh, smoking joints and drinking beer and sharing the microphone with people. All things that we would think was normal 15, 16 months ago. So you can't help but look at it with, like, uh, should you do that? You know, like those fucking germaphobes? You know, everybody's like fucking traumatized. I don't know, traumatized or you know, conditioned, not in a bad way, not a conspiracy way, but, you know, we've all been conditioned to think a different way now. You know, about sharing things and spit and fucking breathing on people and, and it's like... Like that's just basic fucking human interaction is has been paused for a year. Fuck that. It was beautiful. It was amazing. And you know, there's kids stage diving, like literal kids, like six, seven year olds. And it's awesome because everybody says that Murphy's Law is for the kids. And there was this kid, I think it was somebody, somebody, you know, somebody in a band or something, maybe. He had a he had a New York fire department shirt on. But he came out on the stage and fucking Jimmy did a song. He told him to like count down. He's like, You wanna do a song? So all you have to do is say is, is say poop. He's like, count to four and then just start saying poop. And he goes, One, two, three, four, and the band just starts going. He's like, poop, 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 poop. And they had the perfect beat. It was like good, loud, fucking fun music. And he just said poop for like a minute and a half. And then there's like a solo. He just said poop, 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 poop. <laughs> it was great. It was so great. It was fucking normal life. Normal for once. Who gives a fuck? Think about it, guys. It was fun. It was awesome. It was shocking. Fucking traumatizing. It was, it was just astonishing, you know, the amount of people and the engagement and the moshing and, like, it's like some of the biggest mosh pits I've ever seen. It's like a hardcore Woodstock, but with 97,000 people less. And then, of course, <laughs> it's funny there's this guy uh i don't think he was a homeless man he's just a dude with a shirt off but he looked really old for some reason during murphy's lost set like jimmy was like fucking making fun of him that guy was like waving his hands back i think they were actually talking shit to each other for some reason what he called him a fucking piece of shit or whatever i don't know what he said but uh the guy got on the stage <laughs> it's funny it's during a good song everyone was having a I was having a good time, and uh, and the dude went to do like a front flip off the stage. He's like probably like a forty-five-year-old man, fifty-year-old man, and did a total fucking like he jumped like three feet off the stage into the air, which the stage is probably five and a half feet tall. It's like up to my nose, okay. So he jumps off the stage, is like a total just like a slow motion flip. Smacks the fucking concrete right on his back. It was the grossest, most horrific sound I ever heard. Because just like, 
a limp body, dead weight slamming into the cement. (laughs) Everybody moved out of the way. It wasn't planned. There's no way it was planned because he just jumped in the wrong spot and fucking nobody was there. Like he, it was right in front of me. It's, it was like a, it was like a, it was like a thirty pound, a hundred pound sledgehammer hitting the concrete. He got fucked up, but a lot of people helped him up, and they sort of, sort of cleared the way, and they helped him over to a bench. I don't know what happened, but uh, fuck, it was crazy. That dude got fucked up, but below all that craziness, fuck, Mad Ball went on. After Murphy's Law. And they and they also put on the Rough Riders, I believe. But they let the whole song play. It was crazy. Then they all come out. And of course, you know how Madball does. Freddy has the fucking highest energy of probably any front man in hardcore for the most part. Besides Scott Vogel and you know a few others. You can't match that energy. And the movement and the engagement. And the, fucking riling people up. He, uh... Just, just insane set. They start off with lockdown, of course. And everyone, like seriously, the biggest pit. Yeah, if you look at my Instagram, then you'll see what I'm talking about. I'm sure you've seen it. Uh it's just so much fun. They did all the classics. I'm, I'm gonna be honest here. They left out quite a few songs that I was hoping I'd hear. But you know, what are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? They can't please everybody. They picked a solid set that they think everybody would probably enjoy. And just like people were getting fucked up left and right for them, like people jumping off the stage and not getting caught, or or like jumping onto people who weren't paying attention. I seen this guy; it sucked for him. This dude jumped off the stage like butt first and fucking hit the guy. I don't know if he hit his head on the ground, the guy who got jumped on, or what. But he was like in and out of consciousness, like laying on the ground for probably thirty seconds. Like, like a, it looked like he was like falling asleep, and then he'd open his eyes back up, and and he's real dazed and hurt. And of course, nobody wants to move him when he's unconscious. Nobody can hold him up for what reason. So he he finally came to. And he was able to stand up. And I, I swear nobody heard this but me. But he goes, Does anybody know where the water boy went? <laughs> he said it right. And he just like walked away like in a daze. Like, where's the water boy? I was like, whoa. He, he said some crazy shit, man. And uh sucks for that dude. So like Mad Ball, they do their whole set. And... Oh yeah, it's another person get fucking jumped on. It was like a, it was like a photographer. Their camera got fucking smashed. Like, sorry for that guy. Like I seen like his lens, like or whatever, like the thing you twist, like f- break off of the front of the camera. It's like glass, and oh, it was horrible. Like sorry, don't stand in the fucking mosh pit with the camera like an asshole, because you know it's expensive. Sorry, I'm back. <coughs> I had to stop for a minute. I had something happening. I don't even know where I was. Oh, the Madball show. The Madball show. So they played, blah, blah, blah. Giant mosh pits, lots of people. People getting knocked out. Fucking everybody on stage. All the all the New York hardcore dudes. You know, Danny Diablo. Scam Dust. Vinny Stigma. John Joseph. All the fucking black and blue crew, you know. 
It's beautiful. It's great. And like, obviously, I'm not part of the New York scene, but I was envious <coughs> of how many people there was. You know, all black and white, red, yellow. Girls, boys, old, young, kids. It was fucking great, man. Um, I don't know. You got like 2,000 plus people. Some say 3,000. The show was great. I know a lot of people, like I said, like you said, we all know who agrees and disagrees. Sorry for you. I can't wait till this happens again. You know, in Michigan or Ohio or somewhere, fucking bands. I know there's a couple outdoor punk shows coming up. I'm not much of a punk rocker, I'll be honest. But there's lots of punk rockers that show. It fucking smelled like goddamn New York City punk rock show. Oh, that's what it was. <coughs> anybody, um, anybody listening that went. Hit me up. It was fun. Oh, the, there's a couple of Detroit dudes there. I, they didn't look familiar to me, but where they were older fellas, uh, they had uh, you know Detroit hats on and obviously called his life shirts. So I was like, oh shit, let's go say what's up to these dudes. And I was surprised, like, you know. I didn't want to, but we were talking about, like, Cold as Life and, and Ron and Jeff. Like, yeah, 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 we've known all those guys since we were fucking kids. I was like, okay, well, I'd hate to do this to you, but I don't know if you heard it yet, but I'm the guy who did the podcast with those two, with uh, Jeff and Roy. They're like, oh, shit. Like, yeah, yeah, sorry to have to fucking tell you you didn't recognize me, which I don't give a fuck, but I figured, I figured they had heard it. So... It was nice to meet a couple people. He from back home. You see the you know the coldest life shirts and shit. And that was nice to, you know, a little a little unity. If you weren't there, and you wanted to go, it looks like there's another show gonna happen. It might be way less notice, but fuck, put away four hundred bucks. Looks like uh, Black and Blue will be doing some more underground shit. Who knows, maybe somebody around here want to do some underground shit. If there's any bands that want to do any underground shit, let me know. Let me know. Maybe we can make something happen. Don't tell nobody. I got nothing else for you, though. I just want to talk about the show. Share it with you guys. I wasn't do a podcast on the way there or on the way back, but I decided it'd probably be too difficult and distracting to fucking do that shit while driving. It might take away from me being able to like gather my thoughts and you know sort it out because you know, obviously I planned the shit out a little bit. It's not just off the cuff. If the last time was off the cuff. I couldn't even go for a half hour. What an hour and ten minutes of my horse shit right now. If you're still here, I appreciate you listening to my New York experience. I've never been there before. So, it was interesting. I would go back. I would recommend you go there. It's a fucking fun place. Lots to do, lots of pizza. I ate pizza three times there. 
Oh yeah, fuck! I went back to that, that uh, halal cart. So I did that shit twice in two days, man. But but on the second time, other guy was like, "I'll give you my recommendation," and he made me his own dish of whatever it was. He, he called it a combination. I think it had chicken and lamb, rice, peppers. This like fucking like a weird like uh, it's like a green green sauce i think well okay this is crazy i thought it was green on friday but on saturday i guess it was white and then he's like you want hot sauce you know yeah yeah sure hot sauce motherfucker that was some hot sauce it's like, holy shit but we ate that and then we fucking went to bed and woke up said i wanted to leave new york by 5 a.m and get back on the road i woke up at like like 3 45 and you know like i said we had to park a couple blocks away I wake up and fucking pouring rain pouring rain and i have on like you know like nike fucking uh shoes so they're like mesh on top a little bit it's like fuck step through new york puddles and these nikes and, and like i said we parked under a bridge too so i wasn't thinking that far i was like we gotta walk under the williamsburg bridge at 4 30 in the fucking morning to go back to the car it's raining there's homeless people standing in their barrel fires there's like a gang on the corner, fucking people talking, you hear shit, you know, it's like, this is fucking scary, it's like, I mean, I don't like to walk anywhere, you know, like in Detroit at night and shit, fuck that, you know it's scary, don't lie, don't be, it's like, it's like no business to be there, I can hold my own, but I don't want to, you know, so we get the car back, and it's funny, it was only like $31, for half the time for fucking less than half the time and at the other place it was 59 but fuck that guy where it's 59 you know why because i gave him 60 dollars and he gave me 11 dollars back ah, ah, ah. suck my dick fucking new york prices so go get pizza in new york get a hot dog go drink beer in Tompkins square park with children do whatever you gotta do live your life have a show Go to a show. Tell your grandmother you love her. Get a vaccine. Or don't. Wear a mask or don't. It's time to move on, people. Some of you might hate me for this. You might think I'm irresponsible and selfish. And I'm sorry. Everything's going to be okay. Thank you for listening. Check out the Instagram, whatever. I appreciate you guys. And I'm not going to read no fucking song this week. I'll tell you, that was kind of cringe. I listened back to it. I want to shoot myself in the head. Because uh, I'd eaten. <clears throat> I mean, I think I might have accidentally slipped on some hallucinogenics the night before and i was thinking about the podcast for like the next day and I, for some reason i thought that'd be a good idea sorry i listened back i was like uh no i'll never do that again but let me know what you think of this tell me that you hate me holler at your boy over and out